Welcome to podcasts recorded live at the Center for Spiritual Living in Portland, Oregon. Listen past the end of the podcast to find out more about our spiritual center and ways that you may collaborate with us. There is something which seems utterly final about the end of a year. It means that we are one day older. That is a fact. It's definite, exorable. We are 12 months closer to the end of our physical time span, one year closer to death. It means that in some important ways, we are taken further from, or perhaps closer to, the goal of our living, whatever that might be. During the passing of the 12 months, experiences have come into our lives which revealed certain things about ourselves which maybe we had not suspected. Some new demand was made upon us which caused us to behave in a manner that was a stranger to our established patterns of life. We felt shocked, surprised, enraged, maybe delighted that such indeed was possible for us. It means that we are wiser by far than we were at last year's beginning. The circling series of events upon whose bosom we have been wafted cut away our pretensions, stripping us bare of much beneath which we have hidden even from ourselves. When we saw ourselves revealed, there was born in us a wisdom of life and its meaning that makes us say with all our hearts, that this day, that this life is good. Well, all of these meanings and many more counsel us that because life is dynamic and because we are deeply alive, the end of the year can mean only the end of the year, not the end of life, not the end of us, certainly not the end of time. We turn our faces towards the year being born with a riding hope that will carry us into the days ahead with courage, with confidence. Yes, the old year dies, but the new year is being born. Long live life. It's from Howard Thurman's Meditations of the Heart. Today we celebrate solstice, and of course on the, on the surface of it, it simply means the beginning of winter. It simply begins uh, the kind of luscious fact that the days are going to be getting longer again. Uh, Daniel and I were, were outside yesterday uh, doing some pruning uh, for our, uh, our little altars here, uh, um, some of the, the cedar garlands and such we were getting out of the yard, and it was 3.30 and the sun was coming down. <laughs> and I was thinking, oh, thank heavens solstice tomorrow. We can start looking forward to each day a little more light, a little more life. But, but you know what was interesting? Here it was, the beginning of winter yesterday. We're out in our yard and life was all around us. One of our camellias is starting to bloom already. The, uh, the forsythias have tight, tight little buds on it, but covered with them. Uh, even a few of our daffodils, which I think are too soon. I'm a little worried. Well, <laughs> do you know what I mean? I mean, not that I'm one to put nature down. She knows best, absolutely. But I'm thinking, oh my gosh, a good cold snap, and those daffodils will be starting over again. But everywhere we looked, there was life on the darkest day of the year, on the you know, beginning of winter, there was life. <laughs> There's a danger, though, in the changing of the seasons. You know, we celebrate solstice in a way to celebrate the beginning of life again, the, 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 the coming of the light. But I want to suggest 
that maybe that's not enough. You know, uh, also as we were out in the garden, it occurred to me that we're perennials, not annuals, and I'm grateful for that. The annuals you have to plant every year and, and hope they survive through the winter and keep them watered. The perennials, like us, we come up every year, but you know what else is true about perennials? They're the same every year. If you plant a perennial and, and it's, I don't know, like, uh, uh, like one of the, the rows of Sharon's we have that are actually starting to come up a little bit early. The, um, uh, the, the, you, you plant a yellow one, you're going to get a yellow one next year, right? They don't magically change into something wonderful and beautiful. And I think that's also like us. I think we are perfect as we are. And if we do nothing the change of the seasons will just bring more of us. And so my question around solstice is not so much whether the seasons are gonna turn, of course they are. The signs are all in my garden right now. There's no question of what, we're gonna have a, a, a beautiful yard next year. My question is, is it the yard that we want? Is it enough that everything will come up again exactly in its form with its beautiful lusciousness? I mean, many of you have been to my yard. I, I think some of you were at my divine dining party. And so you know we have a, a really pretty yard. We don't have to do anything to have it come back. It will be a pretty yard. Well, maybe a little weeding and fertilizing would be useful. <laughs> but I mean, we don't need to plant any new plants. We don't need to change anything out. But is that enough? Let me illustrate with a joke. You knew there was gonna be a joke. So a business was expanding its outlets and one of the owner's friends wanted to send him flowers for the occasion. The florist arrived at the new business site, the flowers were opened up and the owner read the card, so sorry for your loss. The owner was annoyed, called the florist on the carpet. Sir, I'm really sorry for the mistake. I'm so sorry you were offended, said the florist, but I'm afraid I have worse things to worry about than you. Somewhere there's a funeral taking place today, and they have flowers with a note saying congratulations on your new location. <laughs> That's my worry for us. <laughs> my worry for us is that if we get complacent with our lives, if we just go with the flow, if we stop paying attention to where we want to head, if the message of our life becomes so complacent we're not even paying attention to it anymore, what is life apt to bring us? What, what will spring bring for us if we don't pay any attention to what we're getting, what we're asking for, to what our dreams are, to where we are in this season of our life. Now, I'm a year older, and thank you for the birthday greetings, startling as it was, thank you for that. And what I recognize is I'm different than I was last year at this time. And it isn't just the birthday, it is the experiences, it is the, the life processes that have gone by. Do I want the exact same spring that I had last year to experience this year? Not so much. So Daniel and I were laughing. Um, actually, it was good news. Uh, our Chinese paper bush that's this tall 
was covered with buds. The reason it was good news is we had moved it at the beginning of summer last year. Now, any of you that are gardeners know that if you take a plant that's six feet tall and move it across the yard, you're taking a risk. You're actually taking a big risk. And I thought we had kind of blown it, honestly. In September, its leaves were like this. They were the first thing to fall off, and the very ends of the little branches were limp. This is not a good sign at the end of summer. Here it was, though, absolutely packed with new blossoms. The risk was worth it. In its new location, it's going to get better sun. It isn't shading the, the flower beds in front of it anymore where it is. Great decision. We were at uh, Portland Nursery not too long ago. Do you know what a seven-foot paper bush costs? We paid $6.95 for it. <laughs> Try $695 at Portland Nursery right now. Do you sense the risk of the move? I'm asking you to make a risk like that. I want you all to be your best at this stage of your life. Not hearkening back to maybe dreams that you had as a child, although maybe that might be appropriate too. I don't know. But not the same old, same old. I don't want you just to flip the calendar and say, okay, it's 2015. It's spring. The promise of solstice was given. Are you aiming for a little bit of risk this year? I think there is something in all of us that's wanting to be born a little different. And whether it's to suit the age we're in this year a little more, whether it's to reach for a dream that maybe we haven't achieved, whether it's to try a new class or a new way of being, there is something new to be experienced for us. I don't think the years are what makes us old. Now, here's a, just a theory I have. I, I mean, I, I, I will say measuring off the years is an indication of age. <laughs> but is it really the years that make us old? Or is it the lack of our dreams? Is it that we have given up on newness? Is that we have become complacent and satisfied with life as it is and don't really see that much ahead for us. You see, I think these are the things that make us old at any age. I've known 20-year-olds that seemingly had all the answers and were finished. <laughs> have you met someone like that? that They have the answer for gosh darn every single thing pat, and they're at the pinnacle of their life, and, and it's like they're almost bored in a way or, or a little bit jaded. It can happen at any age. I think that's the definition of being old and tired. In fact, we have, a, a, we have a brand new puppy in the house, but lately she's taken on this poor tired old thing effect. <laughs> she's like a teenager in puppy years, and she knows the dog park. She knows how to be on the beach. She knows how to twist us around her little fingers as well. And so she sits on her funny little poof that Daniel bought her with her, with her arms crossed and just looks like, <sighs> I have everything. There's nothing more to look forward to. <laughs> and she does this deep sigh like she was 100 years old. I want each of us to experience something fun, wild, creative, energetic this year. And it may represent a risk. Just in the way that we had to make room and, 
and, and a huge effort in moving that Chinese paper bush, we may have to create some room in our own lives. We may have to make a space for newness. One of the traps I think we get into is just the routine of life. The, well, I do this on Mondays, and I do this on Tuesdays, and I do this after work, and I do this before work, and here's what my morning is like, and here's what my afternoon is like, and here's how we share the holidays. In fact, it's interesting even just seeing people come in with the sanctuary rearranged a little bit. Are, are you the half that enjoyed the change, or are you the half that kind of went, where's my chair? <laughs> right? <laughs> well, this, I would like to suggest, could be the year of new chairs. <laughs> Maybe it's time to take a little bit of risk on something that would make your life sizzle a little bit. Something that would create more love in it or more utility. Maybe a new job, a, a love affair, opening your heart to someone new or some new way of being, opening your mind to learning a new language or going on vacation somewhere that you've never been before. Maybe this is the year to dust off an old dream or a year to come forward with something outrageously new, a new hobby, a new way of being. My, my neighbors are decided this year they're going to do dragon boat racing. And I was asking them, well, so how long have you, have you been doing that? And she said, well, we never have. And I said, really? Isn't there something before dragon boat racing? <laughs> isn't, there, isn't there like dragon boat, I don't know, just rowing? Or <laughs> but what was nice was it was clear in her mind, she was picturing her and her husband racing. The clarity with which she said, oh, no, we're going to do dragon boat racing was unmistakable and sweet and wonderful. And I think they're out picking out their, 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 their little practice boats. I think that that's their Christmas present to each other this year. Are you up for something audacious like that? Well, you've noticed we have candles set up for you. The idea that we're celebrating with solstice today is what is the new illumination for you. How and what are you going to become this year? What is calling to your heart? What, what light is there to turn on in a new way? You know, there's that old cartoon where uh, someone gets an idea, the light bulb turns on. That's kind of what I'm hoping here for. I'm hoping that the light bulb will come on, that you'll be willing to take a bit of a risk and just seize that day sees this coming year in a way that's new and powerful and beautiful. So I'd like you for just a moment to close your eyes if you would. One of the things I love about our minds is that we can use our minds almost like a time machine. And so this time, let's move ahead a year. Let's imagine ourselves at the end of 2015 here at the solstice service, and we're thinking in our mind's eye the wonderful things that happened in 2015. That new project that you always wanted to do is complete now. That class you wanted to take, you took and was amazing. That new vacation you went on, that place you'd only ever dreamed of, all of these things have occurred in the mind of God already. There's no time in God. And so use a moment of your time right now just to imagine what could be accomplished in a year.
What new experience could you have had in 2015? What newness, what love, what joy? Is it a new job? Is it a, a new hobby? Is it a new skill? Are you wanting to perfect something that you already do pretty darn well? Just take a moment to center yourself in the newness that 2015 will bring to you. Let us pray. The hopes, the dreams, the intentions, the inspirations lay before us, brilliantly illuminating these tables. I know that God is here as that, that instrument, that co-creator. And I know that God always says yes as we place these, these lights upon the altar of our intentions. God simply says yes. I'm grateful for this. I let it be. And so it is. We hope you enjoyed today's podcast. If you happen to be in the Portland, Oregon area, we'd love to have you visit in person. The Portland Center for Spiritual Living is located at 6211 Northeast Martin Luther King Jr. Boulevard. We have inspirational services at 9 and 11 a.m. every Sunday. Our mission is to open hearts, ignite minds, and to make a difference. If you'd like to support our center and its podcasts, you can donate online at www.pcsl.us slash donate. Our website is also the place to learn more about what's going on at the center or to contact us. Allow us to become part of your extended community. Wherever you are on your spiritual journey, you are most welcome at the Center for Spiritual Living.